God, I can't do this now anymore. You're, now you're now hyper I'm super... aware of everything. All right. Uh, welcome to another episode of Indoor Recess. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. And we watch kids' movies that aren't from companies that you would think of. You know, the also-rans. We, we actually just recorded an episode a few days ago, but we just got back from the thrift store and found something pretty cool. Yeah. So that's that's the movie we're going to be talking about this uh, today, this episode. Normally we would do like a like a big reveal, but we were both there. So let's let's look at this. Let's look at this cover. It's kind of new to both of us. Yeah, it's called Thumbelina, a magical story. Yeah. And I guess under the classic fables moniker. Or, or line series? I don't know. Jeff, would you like to describe what's going on in this cover? Yeah. So, okay. So you got the girl from Daikon, right? <laughs> and she's on the cover. And her and a frog yep. are sitting on a bird. Sure are. And then there's this like alien dragonfly. Yeah. I guess uh, we, sh- we should mention that uh, two things. One, would you consider yourself a big fan of the Don Bluth Thumbelina? Because I would. Yeah. 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 We are we are two big Thumbelina. fans. Thumbelina. She's a tiny little squirt. Thumbelina. Tiny angel in a skirt. Yeah. Yeah, no 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 no. We love we love uh the works of Don Bluth, especially his Thumbelina. This looks like not that. No. It it looks extremely anime. Nothing like yeah, this this dude is on the back is like super anime villain esque. Yeah. This this says copyright 1995 Inoki Films, so that should give you a uh, a heads up as to what we are are looking at. Like that dude looks like fucking Alcard or something from Helsing. He d- this guy down here in yeah. the third, yeah, and he yeah he looks like some sort of weird. He looks like a Sailor Moon bad guy. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty or like excited. Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, yes, yes, Vampire Hunter D. That's an even better one. I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm a old ass weeb and <laughs> it, you know anything How long is it? approximately 75 minutes okay yeah this looks hell of anime and i'm i got high hopes maybe i shouldn't give maybe i shouldn't get so hyped up but it looks the the thumbelina herself looks like she came out of like a ghibli film like yeah. she she looks like the little girl from totoro all grown up i think her name is may yeah i got a that blue thing is Really throwing me off the course. Like Jeff said, we got Thumbelina. We got a frog. If you've seen the Don Bluth thing, you, you're familiar with Thumbelina and frog. And then we got a bird. They're riding on a bird. That sounds familiar. And then we have this blue baby looking thing with like a starfish head and also antenna and also a star on its forehead and also dragonfly wings. And I, I don't know. I really hope this DVD plays, y'all. We <laughs> just got it from the thrift store. It cost yeah. a dollar. And ooh, y'all, this this how scratched is it? Uh, <laughs> it'll run. I have faith. I have faith that it'll run. You tell me. I mean, I don't see any major scratches. It's pretty bad. Yeah, look, look, no, 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 no. We have high I think, apple. I think it'll be okay. We have high apple pie in the sky hopes bad. for this. It'll be just fine. It'll run so good. 
yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really I'm excited. Do we have any predictions for this? Dude, I don't even know. Like Do you think there's going to be a song? I feel like anime doesn't go yeah, super anime song heavy. Yeah, doesn't do the song stuff very much. But I bet the dub, maybe the dub shoehorned in a song. Could I don't be. Know. Could be like party time or something. I, we're going to we're going to rewatch that. That'll be like our 1000th episode spectacular is to rewatch the fucking Titanic movie <laughs> again. <laughs> this thing the, what's going to kill the inner weebs in us is that there's no Japanese audio. Oh, I know. So uh. But look, we're gonna have to swallow our pride and watch dubs for once. At least it's in color. <laughs> at least it's in color. That's a feature. It says color. It does, y'all. One of the Special features. Special feature. Let color. Me, let me explain the features to you. The features are English, standard full frame, and color. Color. Oh. Also, let- the time limit is a feature. Yeah, I mean, hey, man, you know, you don't want to watch a nine-hour-long Thumbelina. And for anyone out there that's concerned, don't worry, it's not mono, it's stereo. Oh, it's stereo, sound baby. Ooh, left and right channel. You know that Digiview Entertainment would only bring us the finest. Anyway, we're going to watch this, or at least we're going to attempt to watch it. I've got an old PS3, and maybe it'll run, and if it doesn't, we'll watch something else. Yeah, I'll just know. throw this intro out. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Yo, Thumbelina was good, actually. That was so good. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, truly, we were blessed this day. <laughs> Had a good theme song. Oh, my God. Okay, no, no, no. Oh, my God. I don't know. All I want to do is gush about it. I don't even want to recap it. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It kind of felt like good. that was a whole bunch of different like stories smushed into one. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Um 
I was I was just looking up. This was uh, I believe it was a twenty six episode series. Okay. This is an anime. Yeah. That that these what was it like Digi Entertainment? We left the case back in the other yeah, room. Yeah, something like that. Uh, smooshed into one into one movie. Gotcha. So I was gonna say I was like, man, this pacing is like all great. over the place. No, I loved it. There was always there was always shit happening. We didn't have a whole lot of downtime. There was some minor like. Oh, they start heading out and then they get sidetracked and then they head out and then they get sidetracked. But okay, we should. Oh my gosh, I'm all over the place. First off, this movie was adorable. <laughs> I look, call me King Weeb because everything about this. I'm sorry, this was this was better better animated than Once Upon a Forest. Sure. This was. Oh, it was Look, just man, so let's just good. skip to our ratings. It's the top. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna do the we're gonna do the ratings right now. This is I this is the best one we've watched. Top rated. Holy shit. It was so oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. We should talk about the movie. The the there are songs. When we were trying to figure out what if there were songs or not, you know, um there are songs by Bullets. Bullets. A band that I've never heard of. Mm. Maybe they exist. I don't know. Pretty jaunty music coming from a band named from Bullets. A band named Bullets with a song that's like Thumbelina. Thumbelina. She's something, something else. She's tinier than a crumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what will become of Thumbelina? <laughs> We finished the movie. We sat through the whole credits. We haven't sat through a single credits yet. Yeah. We sat through the whole credits to jam to that song. And then Jeff was like, you got to play it again. I was like, yeah, all right. Um, so we start with the we start with Thumbelina's mom, Mrs. Garrison. I don't think that was her name in the original Japanese Probably version. Probably not. She's visiting a witch. Yeah, because Be- her fucking child because is, her child, quote unquote, out of control. Her child, Maya, who is not Thumbelina. Nope. Oh, also at the back of the box says Mia. Yeah, it says Mia on the back. It keeps saying Mia, like M-I-A, but they keep pronouncing it Maya. So I'm just, you know, just saying. Yeah, she goes to this witch and she's like, my child is a terror. And the witch looks in her crystal ball and she sees Maya catching a frog and pulling on her Maya's dress to yeah, like Maya's get her attention dress, for something. Which, that doesn't sound like a problem. Child. And the witch is like, oh my, it's worse than you you described. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? It's like, that's not a problem, child. That's, you know, uh, like a seven-year-old. That's, I wrote down, this is an ADD allegory. <laughs> All right. It's like, my kid's out of control. It's like, your kid's fine, They're, they're kids. Yeah, that, I don't. Okay. They won't listen. Yeah, I don't. Because they're fucking kids. So the witch gives Mrs. Garrison a book and is like, you have to get Maya to read this of her own accord. She has to be like interested in it. Yeah. And good things will happen. So we cut to Maya's mom reading the book. Maya is sitting down. They're all down in the den reading the book. Maya's mom falls asleep. And originally Maya's like, Ugh, whatever, I'm out of here. But she gets so, she's so like into the book that she starts reading it. And then she shrinks, but also gets sucked into the book. Yeah, she shrinks and then gets sucked into the book. Slash her mother's dreams. Yeah. It's, you know. It gets kind of blurry there. It, well, it gets, it gets a little fuzzy because she shrinks 
Maya shrinks and she's like crawling all over her mom trying to get her to wake up. Then the frogs come. We are yeah. still we are still in like the real universe. The real world, but yeah. the storybook frogs show up. But the storybook frogs show up and they try to take her away, but they get hit by the the window pane and Maya goes tumbling into Thumbelinaverse. Yeah, she she falls out of her house into Thumbelinaverse. Verse, which is also her mother's dreams. Look, it's a, it's a little fuzzy. Don't worry about it. It's still a good movie. Um, <laughs> so that's when we meet Angela. The I mean, look, she's the good witch of the West. Yeah. There's a lot of weird. I know this is Thumbelina, but there's also a lot of Wizard of Oz shit happening in this in this story. And also, Maya has like a terrible voice. Oh, okay, all right. So I this is another thing I looked up. If you saw, okay, I'm I'm not trying I'm not trying to be mean, but if you saw a drawing of this girl, you would probably imagine something a little more cutesy. Yeah. But through the whole movie, she's just like, "Mama, hey, mom, mom, oh, I'm small, help me." Oh, oh, it's Hoppy, Hoppy. I'm so happy to see you. Yeah, and it's just, just like, ooh, it's a, it's a really, it's an odd pairing. I'll tell you that. I found out that the voice actress is also the voice actress of Blossom from the Powerpuff Girls. Mm. That's that's two characters with a giant bow that sticks right up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we meet Angela. And Angela is like, you're in your mother's dream world, which is also Thumbelina world. Also, I'm a rose. Also, I'm a rose. Yeah, she has a, has a rose for hair. Also, she's being, Angela lays out that, hey, Maya, you're being punished because you're a brat. She's not really a brat, though. No. <laughs> you're, you're being punished because you're a brat. And you need to go to the land of South and meet the Crystal Prince. And Angela says, to help you, I'm going to give you these red shoes, which are straight up ruby slippers. Yeah. (laughs) And she says, you can only use the shoes for good. You cannot use the shoes for selfishness. Maya immediately tests this out by running. She runs so fast, she goes through like all four seasons and then comes back to where she is. That was kind of fun. It's also expressed that Maya is kind of a jerk at this point in the story. She's just like, I'm going to do what you say. Not. Not jokes. Yeah, that's that's when she runs so fast. She goes through all all four seasons or maybe four different lands. Maybe she circumnavigates Thumbelina world and lands back where she was. I'm not 100% sure. This is around this time. We meet Noble. Noble. I'm assuming their name is Noble. I think so. There's some names, names, uh, there's there's a few names in here that only get mentioned once or twice, and it feels like every time they get mentioned, they're pronounced slightly differently, but we're going to go with Noble. Noble is a sugar fairy, by which I mean a fairy made entirely out of sugar. Yep. Noble can also transform into, into different forms and... But typically a dragonfly-esque thing. Yeah, typically like a little dragonfly. Also noble is male. Yeah, we didn't didn't pick that up till about 80% through the movie. Shortly after meeting noble, we also meet Cassandra, the wicked fucking demon witch. Dude, she's my MVP. You, what are you doing getting out of order? We have, (laughs) we have structure. I don't care. Oh, 
Okay. She was so cool. She was very cool. She's an extremely anime villain. She looks a lot like Queen Barrel. Yep. Or as Jeff and does Queen Barrel things. And does a lot of Queen Barrel things. This is. I'm really interested in watching the anime now because this is straight up like a magical girl anime. Yeah. Also, we're probably gonna make a lot of anime references. Sorry if you're not into that. What is? Maya thinks that she sees her mom and she's like, oh, dude, my mom's right over there. See you, nerds. I don't even need to be here. And she tries to go to her mom and Noble's like, no, 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 no. It's a trick. And then her mom transforms into Cassandra. And then Noble hits her with a small amount of water. And that makes... Even though... He can't be in water. Yeah, I think I think he like. I feel like Noble was originally female. In undoubtedly, like the anime, yeah. they always do that weird stuff they where do. they're like, "Oh, we're gonna change it just because." Yeah. No, I I fully believe. Yeah. So so Noble sprays Cassandra with a little bit of water, and Cassandra turns into this eastern dragon thing, like Haku from Spirited Away. Yeah. It's fucking cool. <laughs> All of this is cool. And then Noble pops back looking like fucking Lisa Simpson. Yeah. He's like, hey, what up? Yeah. And so they decide to go together to the land of South. But meanwhile, there's a sinister eyeball watching them. It's the frogs. The the, frogs. It's the frogs that I slightly mentioned earlier and should have gotten more into. They are these southern frogs. Their names are George and Gladys. Yep. And George, for some reason, keeps saying knee deep. Yeah. What was that? Knee deep. Like, I get the ribbit. Like, when he jumps, he says, like, he croaks and he ribbits and shit. But some, Yeah, sometimes he just goes, knee deep. Knee deep. And it's like, is that a thing that frogs say? Knee deep. Knee deep. <laughs> so these, these frogs are extremely gung-ho on getting... Thumbelina. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm gonna keep doing this, calling her Thumbelina. They're gonna they're gonna get Maya to marry their son, Hoppy. For um, the record, this story is like barely Thumbelina. Is this like, yo, check it out, this girl's small. Also, to be fair though, I don't know the original story I don't of Thumbelina. <laughs> I know the Don Bluth story. But I kept just being like, Oh yeah, this is supposed to be like Thumbelina. I just kept being like girl trapped in magical world See, land. I, I got I got the same the same beats. There's a Mrs. Fieldmouse, there's a Giacomo, there's a prince, there's a frog marriage attempt. It's it's there, there's just slightly less Charo. So these frogs are obsessed with kidnapping Maya and... Um, yeah, and like the word consent does not exist to no, these frogs. This, this word consent does not exist in the land of dreams. No. <laughs> um, like there's one point where like the dad frog... Starts licking his lips, and it's like, I what is that supposed to mean? Japan, dude. That's yeah, what it like, means. It's like, uh, are we gonna get like questionable here? I don't. It's Japan. Anyway, so they straight up kidnap her and take her to their little frog house. This is when we meet Hoppy, the the son, who is honestly he's not he's not that bad of a guy. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he seems like an okay frog of all the frogs I've seen in this world so far. But they they kidnap Maya and they tell Hoppy to go to the frog witch. Ooh. And the frog witch gives Hoppy three magic strawberries and the frog witch tells Hoppy if Maya eats one of these, she will have the heart of a frog. If she eats two of these, she will have the face of a frog. And if she eats three of these, she will be a complete frog. Why do so, you got to make it so complicated? Because it's a 
story. It's an old timey story. <laughs> All that shit's complicated, you know? You know, these days, like, we just have one strawberry and it's just, like the whole package. <laughs> I'm so look, this is olden the, times. The the medical and magical advancements of our time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's it's all about who can get those strawberries, you know? The wealthy can get the strawberries. Yeah, but we still have to do but the, the working three man, strawberry thing. Yeah, the working man has to struggle it's cheaper. to even get three strawberries. You're lucky if you work for a company that will, uh, you know, give you three strawberries. Yeah. So they, they have the idea to starve her, and they're like, well, eventually she's going to eat these damn strawberries. So they lock yeah. her in a room, and she starts getting a little hungry, and she almost eats one of the strawberries. Oh, but then, no. A face appears. Yes. This uh, this this grasshopper shows up and is like, oh, strawberries, don't mind if I do. And, and she's like, take some. Yeah. He eats one and he starts hopping all over the place, which, I mean, he's a grasshopper, so that's not that weird. Yeah. And then he eats two and his head totally turns into a frog head. Yep. And, and then he doesn't eat the third one. No, because at this point he bounces. He bounces through he, the, the hole he created in the uh, in the, the roof. roof. And now in the land of dreams, there's this sin against nature hopping around. Yep. He left to go confuse biologists forever. He's a frog hopper. Yep. <laughs> So the frogs come back and they're like, come on, man, she's got to have eaten all these strawberries by now. And that's when she dis- she tricks them and she's hopping all over the ground being like, ribbit, ribbit. I ribbit, love ribbit. being a frog. Knee deep. Knee deep. Knee deep. And they're like, well, I don't I don't get it. You still look like a small girl. And she's like, well, I only ate the first one. The two fell down a hole. I guess you got to go get more. And I guess I got to come with you. And they're like, yeah, I guess. I guess that makes sense. You know, Hoppy, look look after her. You know, send her back to the witch. So they go back over there. And <laughs> they, they get a few paces out. And Thumbelina's like, oh, my God. Maya is just like, bye skis. Yeah. And she... See a nerd. Yeah, she wanders off, which, I, I mean... Well, she pushes him in a damn pond. Yeah, yeah, that was it. She was like... Hey, Hoppy, I'm super thirsty. Can you, like, help me out? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's a pond over here. And she's just like... Taking advantage of the kindness of Hoppy. I know. Hoppy... It's not that bad of a guy. Hoppy, for the most part, didn't do anything wrong. He has he has some scenes coming up. He has the strawberries. Out. Well, yeah. So so Hoppy really wants her to become a frog because he thinks that she's she's pretty. And so right now Hoppy's kind of a, a bit of a bad guy, but it's like a gray area. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this is when we get into our our second song. Our first song was just the Thumbelina main theme, I guess. Our our second song is called "It's a Snake." Yeah, it's a sneaky, slimy snake. Yeah, and the lyrics are something along the lines of like, it's no fake, it's a snake. Yep. These songs are good. (laughs) Good job, Bullets. Top notch, top notch for Bullets. So the the snake is about to straight up eat Hoppy and Thumbelina, oh my God, I'm going to keep doing this. Just call her Thumbelina. No, she's Maya. (laughs) This is one of those things where I fucked up once and I'm going to keep fucking up. Maya realizes that, you know, even though Hoppy is trying to force her to marry him, he's really not that bad of a dude. So I think she uses her shoe power. Yeah, shoe powers to jump. Yeah, to jump and to like beat up the snake. 
this is where we get this um this change from hoppy they they take her back home yeah she takes him back home because he's all fucked up yeah yes yes thank you um yeah he's he's all jacked up and and maya kind of dresses his wounds and helps him get back to the hoppy house and the parents are like what did you do to our son that's when hoppy kind of comes to and is like actually i don't want to marry you and everyone's like what and he's just like yeah i realize now that this was this was wrong and i shouldn't have done that and you don't want to marry me anyway this was all a bad idea you're free to go about your way and the parents aren't they're like, like yeah they're not taking it but I gotta say, this was cool, a hoppy. I was into it. Also, here's here's our uh, third episode streak. You know who also thought it was a good idea to force someone to marry them, and then at the last minute had a change of heart and said, "Go about your way. It's okay. You should go." The Phantom. The Phantom. <laughs> hoppy the, is the Phantom confirmed. Also, Cornelius. Turn your face no! away Stop. from the garish light of day. Realize that every time that you sing, I'm not going to edit it out. I don't care. All right, then. <laughs> yes, I wrote, Hoppy realized forcing her to marry him is a bad idea and lets her go. And then in all caps, just like the Phantom. Just like the Phantom. Yeah. Oh, 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 we forgot to mention what happened to Noble during all this. Yeah, Noble got fucking spat at. Yeah, so Noble was in, in the scuffle when the frogs kidnapped Maya and took her back to the frog house. Noble is trying to, like, help, and Papa Frog spits on her. Like a rude ass. Yeah, like a rude ass, which is bad enough because it's water, but also Noble, I said her. Oh my gosh, we're going to keep doing this. Spits on Noble, who is male, and Noble falls into the lake, and we are to assume, like, disintegrates because Noble is made of sugar. Yeah. Sugar <laughs> fairy. Yeah, Noble the sugar fairy. But wouldn't you know it? Noble's back. Wow. That's when we find out that Noble, like, kind of partially disintegrated, but was washed on shore and, like, reformed. Yeah, dried out. Yeah. <laughs> It was kind of fucked, but... You know what? I, I bet this was one of those things where in the anime, Noble was gone for like three or four episodes, and you're like, wow, I guess Noble's gone forever. And then yeah. in the show, it was probably more of a like triumphant return, but in this was kind of like, yeah. Noble's back, and Maya and Noble are on their way until a fox shows up. Shit. Yeah. This, this fox shows up. Much like Once Upon a Forest, they reach this clearing and a fucking beast with scarred eyes or like weird eye markings shows up. It's a fox. Yeah. The fox. Blue fox. Eats Noble. Yeah. Noble's not having a good time. No, man. This is the second death of Noble. Maya gets chased into like a stump and then another fox comes and, and fights the other fox away it turns For out unknown reasons yeah i don't I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know why this other fox showed up it was very it's probably explained in the anime probably um then cassandra shows up and it turns out that this blue fox is cloven or possibly croven uh one of cassandra's minions i thought it was croven well, so I swear in this scene, she says Cloven. But mm. then at the very end, everybody keeps saying Croven. Who knows? It's also, a dub. Yeah, it's a dub. 
It, it actually, it's funny you mentioned that. It kind of reminds me of old fan translations where people would sometimes swap the names. L's and the R's yeah. and stuff. Like you would read old fan translations of Helsing and it would be all like Arukard and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, weeb talk. Weebs. Maya's just on her own at this moment and is in really bad shape because I guess running from the foxes was a lot of, you know, it took a lot of doing. And she finds this tiny little like cottage house and she peeks in and who is it? But none other than Mrs. Fieldmouse. AKA Aunt Aunt Ruth. Yeah, Aunt in Ruth. The, in the anime, she's called Aunt Ruth. Aunt Ruth. But, come on, she's Mrs. Fieldmouse. Marry the mole. Marry the mole. Um, she died recently. Carol Channing, who did yeah. the voice of Mrs. Fieldmouse. So, uh, uh, belated R.I.P. Marry the mole in Rest heaven. in power, yeah. So, if we had, I know we have an MVP, but if we had, like, comfiest moment, I would vote this. Because everything looks very chill and nice she's that's Aunt not the Ruth. most comfiest moment you don't think this is the most comfiest moment no okay well we'll hold on hold yeah, on hold yeah, on yeah. aunt ruth is everyone's kindest mima and she's just like oh you poor thing you look so hungry you should come in and she makes her she makes maya this giant spread with toast and soup and it just, everything is really nice. And Maya's stuffing her face and she almost chokes at one point because she's eating so fast. Yep. So uh, she's, she's talking to Aunt Ruth and Aunt Ruth mentions like, oh, you know, I've got another guest upsa- upstairs. You know, I found them in a really, really bad state. And we go upstairs and who is it? It's Hoppy. It's Hoppy. It turns out that Hoppy, he he told his parents off and was like, "No, I'm I'm going to make sure that, you know, Maya's all right." Which was cool. I I like Hoppy. <laughs> Hoppy tells Maya the story of how he got here. He met a bird. The and, world's most unluckiest bird. Yeah, geez, Louise. Uh, in the Don Bluth version, this would be Giacomo. But I guess in this version, he's just Mr. Swallow. Mr. Swallow. Not a great name, but all right. So he tells the story of how he met Mr. Swallow. And Mr. Swallow said that he could ride on his back to look for Maya. And they start on their way. But oh no, a hawk shows up. Bum bum. Bum bum. And straight up attacks Mr. Swallow and Hoppy gets knocked off of Mr. Swallow's back and falls, I don't know, a great height. Mm -hmm. And so Hoppy's like, look, we got to find Mr. Swallow. You know, he's he's out there somewhere. He got attacked by this bird. So they put the going to the land of South on hold for a minute to look for Mr. Swallow. And sure enough, they do. They find Mr. Swallow, but he's in a bad way. He's like... he's pretty much almost dead yeah i mean even even aunt ruth says that she's like y'all i don't i don't think this is gonna work out yep but then angela shows up again and tells the moon princess yeah and tell oh you mean princess serenity yeah cool and tells maya she has the power to heal mr swallow and then angela gives maya this this like amulet um which is cool and straight up looks like something from sailor moon yep (laughs) maya uses her amulet 
to heal Mr. Swallow. And the narrator tells- hours. Yeah, the narrator tells us this takes hours. 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 I mean, there's not a ticking clock like, like the Once Upon a Forest homies, but yeah. still, dude, hours. Dude, like, yeah, we're throughout this whole entire journey, like it takes days and hours and- whatever because they get lost somewhere for days and it's like days yeah what the fuck this is just a dream well i i I would assume that it's it's it's, dream time yeah it's dream time where like things take forever but like you know fast forward to the end of the movie when maya shows back like the fire hasn't even died down yeah like it was probably all like a 15 minute cat nap you know dream time dream time they find Mr. Swallow. They heal Mr. Swallow. Mr. Swallow is a baller. I love Mr. Swallow's voice. He's a very proper gentleman. He's got a cool little vest. He's got one of those... uh Ascots. Is that an ascot? Yeah, when it's up here. Yeah. Right by your neck. Oh, I thought... Okay, I thought an ascot was like a scarf thing that like Freddy wears from Scooby-Doo. I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure it's an ascot, though. Uh, whatever. He looks very dapper, very suave. And Mr. Swallow says, you know, oh, thank you for saving my life. I will take you to the land of South. Boom. Take it straight there. Hell yeah. We are back on track. So they head out and immediately. Yeah. Like they don't even get like two minutes into the flight. No. This fucking hawk. Well, Mr. Swallow calls him a falcon. Yeah. He's a falcon. A falcon. The falcon's back. Yeah. This falcon... Beats the shit out of Mr. Swallow. Again. Again. And our crew land in a lake, I believe. Yeah, from like hundreds of feet. Dude, yes. It's they like are y'all way would be up there. dead. The freaking surface tension on that lake. I was just going to say. <laughs> would have flattened your organs. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's no better than hitting ground, but whatever. So things get a little muddy here. They are lost and they can't find where to go. They eventually make their way through a rainforest, which is hard on Noble. Well, they haven't met Noble because Noble's been gone since the fox. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because Noble got eaten by the fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're paddling around on that little swamp. Yeah. For days. Yeah, they get and lost in the swamp they, for days. For days. days. And then, like, Noble just shows up. Yeah, okay. All right. I was trying to remember if there was, like, a triumphant return of Noble. Um, Noble got sneezed. Yes. So Noble shows up, and they're like, Noble, how did you get back? And it turns out that Noble was wandering around Croven's guts yep. and found a fork in the road. Which were the nostrils. I guess were the nostrils. I'm not sure. The left or right nostril. That is a deep cut, fairly odd parents goof. You're getting your nose all over that pop screen. Folks, we got pop screens. Poppity, 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 poppity. Yeah, Nobu just... Nobu. Noble just shows back up. Nebu! I think think in the... I think in the anime, uh, he's called Nobu. Oh, well then. Yeah. Is there a Shuya? No. He just shows back up and is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wound up in the nose, and that's when Noble turned into a feather duster. Yeah, starts tickling Croven's nose, which looked more like a broom, but you know, whatever. Uh, You know, Sorcerer's Apprentice all up in there. Yeah, Noble gets sneezed out, and eventually finds finds our our crew, and they uh, continue to wander around. That's when they go into the rainforest. Which it's raining constantly, which Hoppy's super into. We get a yeah, scene he's where Hoppy super stoked about it. Yeah. 
noble, the unkillable noble is like, my feet are melting. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? At this point, who cares? Like, you're just going to come back. You're just going to come back. You're just going to reform, whatever. Yeah, fuck also, it. like, you don't need feet. Yeah, just You've fly. Wings. Fly, you dumbass. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what happens now. Uh, they, don't they just come out into the land of the south? I think they do. Yeah, they just they find the land of the south. But first, we we get a scene in like the Negaverse where yeah. Cassandra is berating Croven for not doing a good job, and Croven's like, "Oh, I'll I'll prove myself. You know, I, let me do it this time." And uh, Croven turns into some sort of like pterodactyl yeah. and flies away. Then Cassandra mentions that she's going to harness the power of what? 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 I was gonna say she turns into like a thing that looks like that one creature from Monster Hunter that has the weird tail that like comes back out. I never. I'm not, I'm not doing a good job. Wait, Monster it's like, Hunter? Yeah, Monster Hunter. I don't. I it's thought like, you said Monster Rancher. No, Monster Hunter, and it's like it's pink, and it'll be like. And then there's a different variant of it that'll like blind you and it's fucking annoying. Not the Kuropeko. No. no. I think it's a Kutku. Oh, the Kutku! Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 it yes, turns, yes. She turns into like a Kutku. Yeah, it's a little bit thing. like a Kutku, yeah. <laughs> um, the like Yan Kutku or something. Yeah, Yan Kutku. So they get to the land of South and. Croven the terror bird shows up, and I think even Cassandra shows up. I think. Eventually. This movie, this movie is good, y'all, but there's a lot of stuff that happens yeah. in it. Well, because as you said, it's a 26-episode series turned, turned into, into like... 90 minutes. Yeah. Well, it's like 100... Was it 90? I thought it was like 115. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's like an hour and 15 minutes long sure. or something. It doesn't matter. They get to the Land of South, and the baddies show up, and, you know, oh my gosh, how can Maya and Hoppy and- Oh, before that, the comfiest moment. What's the comfiest moment? When they're riding on the turtles. Oh, oh my goodness. That's the comfiest moment. That is the comfiest moment. Okay, disregard everything that I just said, (laughs) because they get to the Land of South, and they find these, like, mounds, and they're just sitting on the mounds- and these weird little creatures show up and they're like, they're sitting where we sit for tea time. Yeah, it's four o'clock and if I don't have my tea time, I get upset. Yeah, so one of them's like, well, why don't we just invite them to tea time? <laughs> the next shot is Cassandra using her queen barrel ass crystal ball, watching them have tea time. Yep. We didn't even get to see them have tea time, but no, she There was did. probably a whole episode about tea time. Yeah. So that's where that's where she's berating Croven. Also, Cassandra, I think Cassandra straight up calls them hobbits. Yeah, I don't they're know if, hobbits. I don't know if they're hobbits, but that is the only name that we're given to them. Yeah. So we're going to just call them hobbits. Hobbits. Um, so they're having tea time with the hobbits, which is actually the comfiest moment. On the back of a turtle, everything looks just amazing yep. and chill. And then and they're traveling on the turtles. Yeah, they're having like a turtle convoy. Yeah. And the turtles are cool. And, and the what's hobbits his face? Cool. Hoppy? N- no. Noble. Uh, no, Hoppy. I think Hoppy was complaining about how slow they were going. Oh, yeah. And then Noble's like, hey, it beats walking. And it's like, you can fly, Noble. Yeah, Noble. And then 
Maya's all like, I kind of like it. And then the turtle that she is specifically on gets all like perked up by that. Yeah. And then races to the front of the line as he fast does. as a little turtle can. He switches into maximum overdrive yeah. and starts turtling along. And so now he's a lead turtle. Hell yeah. It's great. And it's then super cool. That's when Croven shows when up Croven. to fuck up the comfiest moment. Croven the terror bird shows up. And they don't really know what to do. They try to fight and it just doesn't really work out. I'm pretty sure Cassandra shows up as well. And not our, before the shadow. Give me, okay. Our heroes are doomed. But then doomed. a shadowy figure like manifests right in front of Cassandra. And we're just like, oh shit. Ruh-roh. Yeah. It turns out that, here's another anime reference, y'all. The Crystal Prince just straight up has shadow clones. Yeah. He can send his shadow out to any realm. Yeah. And this shadow just straight up, yeah, like fights Kroven and Cassandra and they, you know. Well, it's like a fight, like how the Trunks and Frieza fight is a fight. It's like one swing and you're done. Yeah. You get wrecked. That's still a fight. Anyway, no, he, yeah, he, he beats both their asses. They, they wander off. They'll, they'll be back. Don't worry about it. And everyone's like, oh no, I don't know. What, what is the shadow? And the shadow is, I think that's when he mentions that he's, uh, the crystal prince's shadow. And he's just like, yeah, follow me. Let's go to the kingdom. Ho ho. And they do. Whew. That's when we meet the Crystal Prince. Yeah, we're like fast tracking to the end of this we series. We are. We're going very fast. The 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 people at Digitainment or whatever the fuck were probably just like, all right, we gotta wrap this up. We're probably it's on. Been a lot of times with these frogs. We're probably on episode like twenty four of twenty six right now. Yeah, and there's ten minutes left <laughs> to squeeze like two episodes worth of stuff in there. Pretty much. They get to the they get to the Crystal Palace. Everything is great. Everyone's having a good time. But then Cassandra shows up. Earlier, she mentioned that she was going to harness the powers of Maya's mom's nightmares. And she kind of does. Yeah, as far as we can tell. She makes it get real smoky. I guess that's a nightmare. Yeah. And then she's like, she turns to the prince. She's like, I'm in control now. And he's like, I understand. And I'm like, what the fuck? We get a very good, (laughs) we get a very good shot of uh, the prince just kind of face palming. And she's just, she's monologuing. And she does this thing. Yeah, where she's just like, I'm in control. And he's just like, yeah, right. Yeah. So all is lost. All is lost. Nope. Maya gets a, a pep talk from Angela. Angela Anaconda. Yeah, about how they about how she she has the power. She just has to like look within herself. And this is when I was getting extremely hyped because I <laughs> genuinely thought, genuinely one hundred percent thought that we were gonna have a magical girl transformation sequence. Folks, we are denied that. Nope. No moon prism power. No. She holds the 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 amulet and oh my gosh. I wonder if the anime they had no, because then she would have been in a different outfit. Yeah, she would have been time. in a different outfit. I don't know. It just it's it's a real tease, y'all. Yeah. You're just hoping too much. I am. But so Cassandra is at the tippy tippy top of the like crystal tower or palace, you know, the very, very tippy top. Yeah. And Maya uses her magic shoes to hop up there and they they get up there and Maya takes out her amulet and kind of 
does this like, she sticks her hands out like that and this part's a bit of a letdown. The <laughs> amulet slowly moves from- Into the black crystal. Yeah, oh, we forgot to mention that uh, Cassandra is using, is harnessing the power of the dark crystal. Yeah, but it's like a sphere. Yeah, it is a sphere. It could be a crystal sphere, whatever. This amulet slowly like penetrates the crystal and makes it shatter. The 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 dark crystal explodes and Cassandra goes flying, but at the last minute, no. Maya reaches out and saves Cassandra Gasp. Batman style. Bum bum. You know? And Cassandra is like, "Why don't you let me fall? Like I'm your enemy." And Maya's like, "No, you don't deserve to or not you don't deserve to, but like I don't want you to fall, you know." Yeah, it was something about like it would be wrong for you to die That's this it. way or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it would be wrong for her to die this way. And we see Cassandra, uh, this whole time, she's been very, like, scowly. She has, like, yeah. this mask thing going on. but Like hexadecimal-esque. Yes, just like hexadecimal. But in these last scenes, she, she turns friendly and she's, like, kind of smiling. And she's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and she, I think she like disappears. She kind of yeah, disintegrates. Yeah, she, she turns into like the force ghost and yeah. floats up. She's so, like, ha I didn't need your help after all. Well, I can fly. No, 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 no. We get a shot of Angela that says like, hey, Maya, I'm so proud of you. You've learned responsibility and being nice and all this and that. And then, yeah, Cassandra joins her force ghost style right by her side. And even Cassandra's like, Maya, you've done all that we, you know, this this whole thing was to teach you about, you know, not being rude and you- I would be so pissed personally. I know. <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck you. I didn't learn shit. She's just like, you've passed. I'm so proud of you. And then they just kind of just ascend straight into the heavy side layer. And that's the yep. last of them. We never see them ever again. Bye. Bit of a letdown. Back in, in Crystal Town, the, the prince is- happy i guess the prince, the prince isn't really one for showing emotions yeah but he he turns to mr swallow and touches him and makes him golden yeah king midas yeah and he's just like oh mr swallow can get you back to your realm this is where he mentions that you know the dream is soon at an end and all of the characters will go back to the storybook yeah I wonder if the anime, I doubt they did this, but I think if the anime was longer, this would have been a cool moment. Did you ever play Final Fantasy Tactics Advance? Yeah, but I didn't like beat it or anything. Oh, okay. Well, partway through, they realized that they are in a storybook and the the kid, there's a kid, I think he's like wheelchair bound in the real world, but in the fantasy world, he's like hot shit and just just a super cool dude because it's his fantasy yeah and there's just this whole thing of i'm happy here why can't i stay here and the main character's like fuck this you're going back <laughs> it's just <laughs> like oh just kind of reminded me of that of yeah. just like nah fuck it everything's over go back yeah. to the book i mean yeah they're they're flying up Going back to reality. Yeah. And lo and behold. Lo and behold. The cavity's there. What? Holding on to the swallow, being like, I will go to the heavy Shut side layer. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to make a little ding noise. Ding. Every time we make a reference to fucking cats or family. <laughs> Folks, here's the thing. I don't even really like musicals. Ooh. I thought the cats movie. 
movie was really good. Unironically, I don't care. Fight me. Unsubscribe if you think that I'm wrong. We've also been watching a lot of Phantom, but other than that, musicals are kind of whatever. So, so they go back to the real world, and Miss Garrison wakes up, and she's just like, "Oh, Maya, you're you're here!" And Maya's immediately like, "Oh, mom, oh, I love you. You're so great. You know, I'm I'm so happy to be here." And the narrator tells us from that day on, the people, the townsfolk didn't even recognize Maya. She was Whoa. so kind, and we have this like. These, these scenes of, of Maya helping people. I think somebody was like injured and she's like helping them up or something. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's whatever. She didn't seem like that much of a terror, but what do I know? She seemed like a child. Yeah. The, the camera pans down and we get some, the book flips through a couple of pages and we see Noble and Mr. Swallow flying around. We see... The uh, the hobbits and the crystal prince kicking it in the land of South. And one of our last shots is we see Hoppy, and he got married to he a got little. Married. He got married to a little frog girl. Also, he was he okay? Was he wearing a wig or did he have blonde hair in that last shot? I don't know. He he has like blonde like parted down the middle like <laughs> fancy lad hair. Probably. It might have been a wig. I don't know. None of the other... Well, I mean, he da- wears a hat the whole time. You don't know yeah. if he has hair or not. And his dad has a mustache, so there's a precedent with for frogs with hair. Yep. I don't know. Either way, he married a nice little frog girl. She's wearing a pink dress. It's very cute. And that is the end of Thumbelina, a magical story. A magical story. Yes. If the listeners out there want a similar story about a mother that just can't handle their child and a book comes in to intercede, watch The Babadook. (laughs) Great. Yeah. (laughs) Why can't Maya just be normal? Yeah. Why can't she just be normal? So you already mentioned your, your MVP, and your MVP is Cassandra, huh? Yeah. Would you like to elaborate on that? Uh, She's fucking cool. She looks like Hexadecimal mixed up with Queen Barrel mixed yeah. up with Vampire Hunter D and yeah. she can like turn into cool shit and do cool shit. She's she is pretty cool. Who's your MVP? My MVP is my boy Hoppy. I knew it. Hell yeah. I like Hoppy. Like minute one when we meet Hoppy, I was like, I like this little guy. <laughs> now when he's like forcing uh, Maya to marry him. I was like, oh, did I make a wrong choice? Uh-uh. But then he's discovered the error of his ways. Wow. He's a, he's a cool dude. He I, grows as a person. He does. I like Hoppy. Team Hoppy forever. <laughs> Originally, I thought my MVP, we see extremely <laughs> briefly this little catfish that sticks his head up out of the water. He is just the weirdest drawn character in this whole thing. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be my MVP. But he's a fucking snitch. <laughs> he's a total snitch. Maya escapes and he tells mom and pop frog that, you know, he, he bats her out. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a fucking, he's a narc. I don't want to deal with him. Fucking narc. Narc. What else do I have to say? Oh, um. also during the credits, I was doing a little, the, gosh. At the same time I discovered that Maya's voice is Blossom from the Powerpuff Girls. Do you know who Hoppy nope. is the voice of? Is it Ash? No. Oh. That was that was a good that was a good good guess. No, uh Rita Repulsa. 
the the English dub of you know that oh Power Rangers you know yeah yeah so that's Hoppy for you Hoppums um, Hoppums uh yeah no in my MVP is Hoppy Hoppy rules now we should talk about oh you know what let's do our compliment sandwich where we do one good we say one good thing one bad thing and then one one good thing again you want me to go first yeah this animation's great this animation is great there's a few shots of her like running that get reused and there might be a few reaction shots where she's just like oh that might get reused but other than that it is some it is some good shit yeah it's definitely that vintage anime feel it really really is there is a look of like 80s anime that just doesn't exist anymore and if you're like craving that yeah i mean if you're craving it you should probably watch the actual anime (laughs) but if you like us are in a thrift store and you find this oh my gosh dude get it pick it up pick it up it cost us a dollar would you like to say uh, a compliment? I would just like to ride the coattails of that compliment. Okay. And be like, yeah. Like, I, just, I really enjoyed the, like, vintage anime look. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. My um, criticism would probably just be, like, Maya's voice. Like, yeah. E- just didn't fit her it got It got kind of grating sometimes. See, and... I felt like it got better throughout yeah. the movie. Yeah. So, like, in the beginning, it was real bad. Yeah. And then it started just, I don't know if I got used to it or if the voice actor like cleaned it up. See, I, I wasn't, I wasn't super into it, but when we were watching the movie, I was like, I know this voice. And then lo and behold, it turned out to be Blossom and Blossom is actually my favorite Powerpuff girl. So I have real mixed feelings about the voice now. Yeah. But I would also be inclined to agree i think the way that this character looks and that voice don't a hundred percent match up it's yeah. it's a bit of a weird and i'm not trying to say i'm i'm really the the voice actress <laughs> did a great job and it's i'm not i don't know it's just i'm not trying to say like why didn't maya sound cuter but it's just there was a weird like mismatch for me with the yeah. voice. My one criticism is a little similar in that the uh, the audio was a little fucky in spots. The the mix was kind of bad. When people would scream, it would get really. I mean, look, we don't have the best mics in the world. Yeah. It it sounded like shit was like clipping and stuff. Uh, people would be like, rah, 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 and it would just be like. Yeah, there there were a few scenes that was like. A, could you not do a second take? And B, could you not, like, lowered it or normalized it or something? I mean, look, I, I don't know a whole lot about audio, I say as I record a podcast. But, man, oh, man, I, I don't know. They were just, I don't know. Maybe the budget wasn't there. I don't know. It's just, Shrug. Yeah. Do you have another compliment? Uh, I have a criticism as a whole for the entire industry. Okay, what is this? Stop changing the genders of people. That's so annoying. Yeah. They did it in Sailor Moon. They did it in Sailor Moon. Because they're like, we can't have these two people. Like, were they originally two dudes or was it two ladies? Are you talking about Neptune and Uranus? They were two ladies. No, the they were like the twins with the Tree of Life. Oh, um, uh... 
Yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, fuck me. I would have to. I would have to look this up. But yeah, they were. They were changed in the dub. Yeah, they were originally like the same gender, and then they changed them to be brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, this is too weird. It's like just, just fucking, just do it. That, I mean, that's Deke for you. That's, I know. That's a combination of Deke and the early nineties. My name is Beeks, and I'm here to say I got that wrong in a major way. I was thinking of Zoisite from the first season of Sailor Moon. Zoisite is a very effeminate man in the uh, original Japanese version, and then in the Deke dub is a lady because Zoisite and Kunzite were an item, and you can't have that in a 90s kids show. Yeah, sorry, I did not mean to uh, besmirch the good name of Alan and Anne, the uh, the aliens from the uh, Doom Tree season. What was that, Sailor Moon R? I don't know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just <laughs> trying to cover my butt and retain the title of King Weeb. All right, uh, unpause. Um, but just stop, stop changing shit. Yeah, just well, leave it the way it be. I don't a hundred percent know if if Noble is a uh, is a dude in the anime. I'm in. I'm guessing not. Just the way that character looked. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Shrug. Shrug. My other compliment would be top notch theme song. Yes. So that's that's my second compliment is the the music is fucking just the songs are good you never really get to hear them they're always like in the background except for the the main thumbelina theme yeah but like when you do get to hear them you're like this is fucking this is fucking good look i'm not saying it's like disney good but those lyrics are silly and just fun (laughs) it's not a fake it's a snake it's a snake Something about being slimy. A sneaky, slimy snake. And and hissing. Oh, my gosh. So I wrote down... Um, well, actually, this this ties into our next bit. What was your favorite song? The I think I know song. the answer. Yeah, the theme song. Uh, I think my answer is the... We, we didn't even mention this because it's so quick, but uh, Maya and Noble meet these pixies oh yeah this is a very very brief yeah thing. it's like they could have cut this out yeah it didn't really even need to be there but we get this song called when you're a pixie and i wrote down some of the lyrics if you give us a tickle we'll squirm we'll wiggle but you'll never see a pixie cry never you'll never see a pixie cry they they keep reiterating yeah they that. keep reiterating that you'll never see a pixie cry never because they're just so happy all the time. Honestly, we never see pixies do anything. No. Nope. Because they... They're like, come join our circle. Ha, 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 ha. Now go up our, like, leaf escalator. Yeah, they go Okay, up... bye. Yeah. I, I'm i really shocked that that made it in there. Yeah, it's just like, well, okay. I feel like there's more we could have... But whatever. I That's mean... probably a whole other episode where they get lost in the pixie forest. But, like... I feel like we could have used those like three minutes to talk about something else. Look, I'm not complaining. We got the "When You're a Pixie" song out of it. <laughs> it just—it was just a little weird because it, it didn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah. So your favorite song is the Thumbelina song. Yep. That's cool. That's what will cool. become cool. of Thumbelina. What will become of Thumbelina? I know we kind of unofficially did it, but let's officially do it. Let's rank this movie. Rank them. Rank them. So far, we have two movies. Our favorite movie is Once Upon a Forest, and our least favorite movie is Princess Emmy. 
Boom. Where would you like to put Thumbelina, a magical tale? I would put it. A magical story. A magical story. I would put it at the top and then shift Once Upon a Forest to second place and keep Princess Emmy at the bottom. I, I also, I agree wholeheartedly. This movie was great. <laughs> This movie was really, it was just really fun. Yeah, like I stopped taking notes like halfway through the you movie. Did. I, I also I was just watching it. I have a uh, a real like blank patch where I stopped taking notes and I was like, oh, I got to get back on this. Yeah. It's, it's just a lot of fun to watch. It's a cool anime and I really want to track down the original series now. But it won't have that song, and it won't have. Yeah, it's Pixie like squirting. I want that song as the opening song for every episode, <laughs> forever. Thumbelina. Oh, it's a yeah. No, this was a lot of fun. I was worried when we started this podcast. I was like, oh, you know, I've got a little bit of nostalgia for Once Upon a Forest. Did we fuck up? Is Once Upon a Forest gonna stay tippy top forever? But the answer is no. No. Already been dethroned. Already dethroned. Meanwhile, Princess Emmy, look, you'll you'll get there someday. You were. You might not be the the fine. worst. It, you weren't the worst. You. Well, I mean, you are right now, but I I'm pretty sure it won't be. I got some be. shit lined up. <laughs> Princess Emmy, you will be begging for Princess Emmy. And be like, oh God, please. When when I'm we tired are of these turd sandwiches. When we are knee deep in Delgo. You will be begging for Princess Emmy. Ratatoying. Ratatoying. What's up? Yeah. All this shit's happening. I think that I think that's it for us. Do you have anything else that you want to say? Thumbelina. 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 That that's it. Thumbelina. <laughs> I've it's it's already like fallen out of my head, but I can Make still Make sure and put that in the podcast. Oh, I I will like in the break. I usually try to put a trailer in the break. I got a Fuck feeling that. there's no trailer for no, this. No, just put the theme song. Oh, if you if you happen to find the DVD of this, maybe I mean if if you're if you're into garbage, maybe look on hit the previews button. You'll <laughs> get a very cool boat and some very cool music. And if you don't, they'll play it for you at yeah, the end, after the credits. I bet that's like baked into the. VHS. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, we're we're getting out of here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I gotta turn these mics back on. I gotta let the people know Thumbelina is on YouTube in its entirety. It's all here. It's all here. Watch it. You have no excuse not to anymore. It's all free. Just watch it. Go on YouTube and look up Thumbelina, a magical story. It's all here. I can't reiterate it enough. It's really good. Listen to this shit. All right, bye.
just like she's talking to the field mouse and she was like i was abandoned and the field mouse is like oh, poor, thing. Oh, poor thing we can't <laughs> we can't make cat references people hate us judy dench is your aunt she's not anyway aunt ruth played i'm editing by this out so do whatever you want judy dench no